Take yours too. You fire musket, but I run you through. So when you're waiting for the next attack, you better stand. There's no turning back. The bugle sounds, the charge begins. But on this battlefield, no one wins. The smell of hot big smoke and horses' breath as I plunge into a certain death. Episode in the 
series where me and my lovely wife, Vice Abbas, sit down and watch some films together and do commentaries. But I wanted to drop this a little early in time for the 4th of July weekend in case some of you are getting ready to go on uh, any canoeing trips. We went with 1972's Deliverance in honor of its 45th anniversary this year. We do a little bit more of an introduction in the in the recording. All of these movies will be movies that she hasn't seen, and there could be ones that I haven't seen. But at least at the very start, it's going to be ones that I've seen and ones that she hasn't, unless something changes plans. And you know how I am. <laughs> do I really look like a guy with a plan? You know, I just do things. The cops have plans. They're schemers. Schemers trying to control their little worlds. I'm not a schemer. I try to show the schemers how pathetic their attempts to control things really are. So when I say... I'm going to play a promo or two for some rad podcasts, and then we'll just get into it, and there won't be any interruptions. You know that I'm telling the truth. Are you sick of the same old stale podcasts? Well, then join Vanessa and David as they dissect movies of all kinds. The two lifelong cinema lovers bring their favorites, curiosities, and first-time watches to the operating table and inject them with a healthy dose of snark. Then there's the waiting room where they examine books and short stories. So just look for them on iTunes and where fine podcasts are available. They're part of the Legion Podcast Network. Follow them on Twitter at VDClinicPod or email them at VDClinicPod at gmail.com. They're ready to cure what ails you. And still, they just might be contagious. Get information or a pamphlet at most pharmacies or a health clinic. If you need help, see a doctor. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. Most effective, Your Majesty. Will you destroy this Earth? Destroy it utterly. Send Rick and Danny in Wool Rocket Ajax. So, just destroy it? That's what Ming said. Don't you ever listen? Well, there's no arguing with Ming. Hail Ming. Wait, you see those transmissions on the Visua screen? Crow? Nightmare on Elm Street? Chud 2? Black Belt Jones? Nightbreed? What's a critter? I've seen those things. Flash? I guess we could wait a while before the destruction. Yeah, and watch the movies. And talk about them. 
the Hell Ming Power Hour. Disobedience to Ming for now. You can find us at Legion Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, iTunes. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. At www. You know what? Just Google it for yourself. Just Google it, you bastages. Hell Ming. Breaking two? Electric Boogaloo? Samurai Cop? Army of Darkness? Flash Dance? <laughs> we might destroy the planet if it's flash dance. <laughs> Now for something completely different. Okay, welcome to the first episode of the special series, thusly called right now The Unwatchables. Yeah? That's what you've been calling it. Okay, crowned by my wonderful, lovely wife, Vice Abbas, over here. We are gonna randomly do some commentaries, maybe some basic discussions. We'll see how it goes on... How would, how would you summarize this? I would summarize this as movies that I have refused to watch over the years. Because what I have heard about them and their content led me to believe that I would not want to watch them. And that I would not enjoy them. And most, if not all, because they have graphic depictions of sexual assault. Um, which... I don't particularly enjoy, uh, especially after I started having sex and had a more visceral understanding of what um, somebody taking your body against your will would mean. That was when I started getting particularly anxious about those sorts of topics. Um, so, Yeah, we're just going to see what happens when we watch these movies. I may not make it. She may not make it. We're starting with 1972's Deliverance. In a second, we're going to get the thing started. If you're watching along, you will see the old school orange Warner Brothers shield and hear laughing. And so we'll go three, two, one, go. And that's when you press play at that part. You ready? I'm ready if you are. All right. So here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Rednecks laughing, a river, John Voight, Burt Reynolds. Deliverance. If you're watching along, you've seen all that. Oh, sorry. Am I not supposed to describe it? Last time I did that. You can do whatever you want. Um, sometimes people describe what's going on. Sometimes people just talk about what something happened to make them think about. It's a, it's a commentary. It's all those things. I don't know. So this is one of the only two movies... My mom ever walked out of in the theater. 
this and Clockwork Orange were the two movies that my mother walked out of in the theater. And those two movies plus the Romeo and Juliet remake were the only three movies my highly permissive parents ever forbid me to watch. Two out of the three, the Romeo and Juliet remake and Clockwork Orange, I have seen. But I never did watch Deliverance. So I'm 35 and this is my first go at this classic. But you've, you know, you've been relatively aware of things from it as pop culture goes. Like the, the dueling banjos. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely aware of how this movie's talked about. And, and... Part of what has made this so difficult for me is part of me doesn't want to endorse something that I don't feel comfortable with. But at the flip, when you're a woman who wants to be taken seriously regarding your opinions about horror or if you haven't seen something, then people are like, well, you've never seen it. So what do you know? Or how can you say anything about it? So that's that's kind of the, the internal struggle I've been having. If your regular ris- listeners will remember that I had a beau before we met who was quite into horror and with whom I watched many things... But some I refuse to watch. Yeah, he might be listening right now. It's possible. Well, he heard the other one when I talked about him. That's true. If only he would come on the show. We're talking. Good. Have you ever been... Have you ever gone canoeing? I never told you about the time I went canoeing. I don't think so. Okay, so I went canoeing once with my dad's side of the family when my dad was still alive. Was this in Canada? Oh, no. You never went to the Canada. I never went on the Canada trip. So this was Sugar Creek in Indiana. We were booked for a three-hour trip. A three-hour trip. Exactly. We had a cooler (laughs) full of alcohol, a cooler full of food, and a carton of cigarettes. (laughs) Okay. And you don't remember this story from the funeral? <sighs> I'm, there were so many. It's a good story for the show anyway. So I capsized. Me and my cousin were playing around and I capsized. And then there had been rain and the current was high. And I actually got swept under a tree and almost drowned. And the water started closing over my head and I thought, I'm going to drown. And I climbed up and I started yelling for help. And my dad paddled over in his canoe. And he said, get in the canoe. And I said, I can't. I'm scared. And he looked me in the eye and snapped his finger and pointed and said, get in the canoe. And I did. So. And here you are. That was the one time I went canoeing. Are we in West Virginia? Do we know where we are? Oh, uh, let's see. Excuse <coughs> me. Georgia. Okay. K 
canoe canoeing down a river in remote northern Georgia wilderness. Expecting to have fun and witness the area's unspoiled nature before the fictional Kahawalawasasi River Valley is flooded by construction of a dam. I think that's why we saw the uh, explosion. Right, yeah. I actually didn't know until today that that was the setup, so that's kind of interesting. I'm reserving comment on what I think about that setup until we've watched more of the movie. Yeah. Oh, this is one of the more iconic scenes. So, sorry, not sorry, people, if we just kind of zone out and watch this bit. Well, I was going to talk the whole time, and then you told me not to, so I stopped. You can say whatever you want. You're my guest. Be my guest. <laughs> I was going to do it. And then I was like, don't sing Beauty and the Beast on Darren's show. That kid looks creepy, though, right? I mean, he's supposed to look inbred, right? I just know that I'm going to have to put the Toy Dolls version of that song somewhere on the show. Like okay. Like, the beginning or the end. <laughs> Sexy Burt Reynolds in, in a sleeveless uh, wetsuit. All right. I mean, I've heard the stories, <laughs> but you know how I feel about a big pair of arms. That's how we ended up married. Yes, I, I did used to wear a lot more sleeveless shirts. You're wearing a sleeveless shirt right now. <laughs> oh, well, but I didn't wear one yesterday. <laughs> Do you people see what I have to put up with? Dodgy Darren Wilson. That's right. I don't think I realized he was the other guy. Who, Warren Beatty or John Voight? Not those two. Oh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah? No. Okay. Who's the short guy? Did I say Warren Beatty? I meant Ned Beatty. Yes. Okay. I was like, I don't see Warren Beatty, but maybe <laughs> I missed him. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't realize. Epiphone right there. They're really good uh, guitars. Good to know. The rest of the band's under the porch. That's why you can't see them. <laughs> Did he, like, not age? I feel like Ned Beatty looks exactly the same in this as he did in anything I saw in, like, the last... Ten years or whatever. Um, he, Ned Beatty, is is uh, like a tree, in an odd way. Uh, the older he is, the less hair he has, and the bigger he is. But I, that's that's about the only thing that changes. How did I not know that Burt Reynolds was used to be this hot? Where I have I been? I don't know. I think that's kind of like a universal truth, the sexiness of Burt Reynolds, but. 
I mean, he... When you were coming of age, he had already, I think, been rumored to be a somewhat abusive spouse. Mm. I believe, or allegedly. I don't know if anything ever came of that. But I thought that was part of the whole Lonnie Anderson thing. Yeah. I mean, he definitely looks like a douchebag. What is it about douchey guys being hot? Why is that a thing? I don't know. Does being a douche make you hot? Or does being super hot allow you to be a douche? I feel like it's the second one. That's the content of your character that shows through when you're sexy. John Voight's a dick, too. Is Ned Beatty nice, or is this a whole car full of assholes? In, in actor-wise, or real In life? real life. I've heard nothing but good things about Ned Beatty. Okay. Um, I don't think he's... I don't know. What the hell was the last thing he did? I don't... Let's ask the phone. Let's okay. go to the phones. The Hitchhiker's Guide? Holy crap, those arms. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you're my husband, but oh my. Okay. You said that this was not an arousing movie, and I realize it might take a different turn, but right now things are looking good for you is all I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, I can accept the attractiveness of Burt Reynolds, but it does nothing for me unless it does <laughs> something for you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. When I, when I win, we both win. Yeah, I mean, I... I can observe, but I feel no tangle in my bottle. Fair enough. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. 1937? Really? 1937 what? Was when he was born. Who, Burt Reynolds? Ned Beatty. Oh. Yeah. I mean, what? Is he dead? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, you said, aww. He's cute. Look at his picture of him old. Yeah. 79 in Louisville, Kentucky. Alma Mater Transylvania University. Transylvania 65,000. Oh, network. Cat on a hot tin roof. Oh, Toy Story 3. Oh, was he Lotso? I'm... <laughs> That's right, he was Lotso. What? Exorcist 2. What, Ned Beatty? The Toy. I was He's, thinking yeah, of that. I think of him from The Toy. Yeah. Like, when I picture him. Rudy. He's drunk. Remember when he gets fired for not doing something shitty? Uh, this was his first movie. Was it? Shut the front door. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a lot of stuff. He got nominated for Academy Award for Network. Hey, I don't know if you guys have heard Darren talk about Network yet, but if you haven't, it's kind of amazing because it's his favorite movie and he talks about it all the time. Network. Is that not you that talks about Network all the time? I don't know if I've seen Network. What is Network? Oh. Is it like the internet Wall Street or what? I thought that was a movie you like. I must be thinking of someone else. 
What person? Like an ex-boyfriend or a family member? I don't know. One of both? 1976 Network? You really don't... What movie do you like that I'm thinking of? I don't know. Let me read the description. I probably just mixed I've, the... I've never seen before. I've probably just mixed the names up. Are you talking about that uh, broadcast news movie? With... Uh, uh, what's what's her face? The, the lady, not Sigourney Weaver... That was in uh, Copycat and uh, Mrs. Incredible, Elastigirl, mm-hmm. uh, whatever her name is. Are you talking about that movie? I mean, maybe. Or are you talking about the paper? Maybe that's the, what the I was Michael Keaton that. old school '80s newspaper Who movie. Who likes Network? Maybe, maybe Drew likes that movie. Sorry, I know it's bad form for me to mix you two up, but it happens sometimes. So. I mean, it's pretty famous. Yeah, I feel like I've heard it, heard of it, but I don't. I don't think I've actually. Oh no! Have what? You, what? What happened? What did I miss? They're driving on the road. Okay. And you see, there's just a whole bunch of shit blocking the road. Looked like a busted up trailer and a torn up car. Um, have you've never uh, been out that way? So the ang- the locals are sort of hostile, but um, yeah, I mean there was there was one time when we were on tour, and we were somewhere like uh, <laughs> dead space. Um, it was either in the south or the the northeast. It was somewhere that was very wooded, and we were driving down. Basically, Darren was somewhere in the United States. Not on the west coast. Okay. It's not on the west coast, and not in central Central America. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't there either. He's definitely not in uh, Central America. Middle Earth, the Midwest. <laughs> um. But yeah, we were driving down a twisty, turny road, and there was a lot of shanty house-looking things, and then there was a big fucking horror movie log, like, blocking the whole street, when there was no tree, like, close enough where it could have just fallen over, and we about shat ourselves, turning around really fast. <laughs> uh, that was a really good story. I think so. <laughs> It's relative to the movie. Sort of. Agreed. There you go. Sometimes you have to lose yourself before you can find it. Is that like an iconic line? I mean. So it's hard for me to not like imbue this viewing with things I've heard about the movie. But I feel like was like Burt Reynolds leather vested masculinity threatened by being lost. That's That's like a stereotype, right? That men don't like to be lost. 
can't ask for directions, whatever. So you think he's acting defensive or that he feels threatened? I, that's what I'm picking up on. But I could be reading, projecting based on things I've heard about later in the movie. <laughs> you guys, I love him so much. I didn't realize he was in this. Ned Beatty? Are those like their manly life vests or what? I mean, yes. did they make them any other way in 1972? <laughs> I mean, they look like they like are about to go to war with the slayers and crawl. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his guitar all wrapped up in a body bag. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? Are we? Sort of... I mean, I understand. <laughs> Why is it funny? He's the guy that's not Burt Reynolds, John Voight, or Ned Beatty. I'm saying. I mean, I realize he did the dueling banjos thing, and that was famous. But like, who the fuck is that guy? He won. He won the raffle. He's probably somebody really famous, and we're just like assholes. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's Ronnie Cox. Oh. <laughs> Am I supposed to know who that is? Ronnie Cox was in um, Total Recall, RoboCop, and Beverly Hills Cop. Oh shit! I've seen all those movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I said, "Oh, it's Ronnie Cox." It wasn't like, "Oh, it's, of course." It's the. The famous, I don't know who the fuck he is, Ronnie Cox. When was the last time we tried to watch Total Recall? When we were in Oakland? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he was Richard Dick Jones in RoboCop. And Lieutenant Bogomil in Beverly Hills Cop. I'm sure Kit is just appalled that we didn't immediately recognize his name and important position as a well, star actor in RoboCop. To me, he's always the gray-haired guy in uh, RoboCop. I forgot he was ever young. You know? He's one of those people... That is how biology works. But, you know, there's some people that are frozen in time, and there's some people that you've seen... Like John Voight. I mean, I know he got older, but, I mean, I don't... I feel like Burt Reynolds is a big change versus John Voight. What do you mean? Oh, like Burt Reynolds. Like, I didn't know Burt Reynolds was ever this hot. John Voight just looks like John Voight, only not Greg. Mm. <clears throat> and when did you become aware of Burt Reynolds? Like, where was your... Uh, I mean, I don't know. What's... Just being Burt Reynolds? I mean, I know his name, obviously. Well, yeah. I think he occupies this, like, fuzzy childhood space with, like, Tom Selleck and I don't know who else. Brown-haired, mustachioed men. Yeah, right? Of the 70s and 80s. Yeah. There he is swinging his banjo. Looking creepy and ominous. I think he's conflicted. The little boy? Yeah. Is he conflicted because... He can't open his eyes? Or? No, because he knows something bad's going to happen to them. Because they're going into, like, the adult's territory. You think he's been spared from whatever, like, sickness the adults are perpetrating? I mean, there's nothing. 
That's the thing of children. To help us by standards in the grown-up world. In Lansing, Michigan. Why am I so old? Who? Burt Reynolds. Why are you so old? Because Burt Reynolds is old? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, compared to Burt Reynolds, aren't we all pretty young? He's old. What is he? 81. 81. You know, looking at these movies, I don't even know. I mean, maybe I was just aware of him as a human being. Maybe from Smokey and the Bandit? I figured you'd be a Smokey and the Bandit or Gator House. I remember Best Little Whorehouse in Texas because my parents didn't screen what we watched. He was... Oh. He was in... He was in what? Heat. Not the heat I was thinking of. Oh, were you thinking of the Pacino heat? Mm-hmm. He's in Cop and a Half. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw Cop and a Half in the theater, I think. Striptease? Really? Boogie Nights. Yeah. Uh, well, in Boogie Nights, of course, he was the producer, director guy. In uh, Striptease, he played a skeezy congressman uh, that was too tan and had too light a hair. Boss Hog and Dukes of Hazard. Oh, the remake with Johnny Knoxville. Hmm. Was the rap the when you got tipped over? Was it that rough? Oh no! It was like the most calm. It was just because we'd had that rain and there was a bend in a tree trunk. It was completely crazy that I like almost drowned. There comes a tree branch. I feel like I maybe also just knew him from TV. Yeah, he was a TV personality when I was little. And was... Yeah, like a lot of um, guest spots on shows. <laughs> what? Voice role in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Why am I not surprised? Burt Reynolds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you not surprised? What do you have? Uh, do you want to talk about Grand Theft Auto? Since right now all they're all we're doing is watching them. Um, Grand canoe, Theft Auto is river. super sexist, and so is Burt Reynolds. So I'm not surprised. What don't you like about Grand Theft Auto? Oh, I don't know. It's just a show where you can rape people and beat people up and glorifies violence and it's really awesome. Sorry. No, I... They, nobody listening has had the conversation with you. See, listeners, this is how we're getting to this place now. It's, oh, Amanda's got a... Vice Abbas has to stick up her ass and she's a feminist. And she can't uh, appreciate fun because she doesn't like Burt Reynolds and Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I said nothing of the sort. No, you don't have to. I, I was just trying to get you to expound. Because... And yet, Burt Reynolds' arms. This is why it's so complicated. Yeah. Because when I see Burt Reynolds' arms, my vagina, like, <laughs> throbs. And I can know that... 
he beat up Lonnie Anderson, and I can know that he recorded voice for Grand Theft Auto, but it just doesn't change that visceral reaction. What about that big little cigar he's got? Oh my god, he's completely disgusting. I mean, he's the <laughs> kind of guy that you would be like, just put it in me and don't open your mouth and then leave. I know you didn't know me during that part of my life, but that was a part of my life before I knew you. And he's the kind of guy that I'd be like, don't speak. And now you have to leave. <laughs> but like, I'm those glad are, you wanted to talk to me. But those are some cut fucking arms, dude. That's not even a joke. You know, I have an arm thing. Yeah, and they're pretty tan. It's the cuts. I don't care about the color. Black, white, tan, whatever. Oh, the... You remember when I was training really hard? Guys, I used to train Muay Thai back before I became a mom. Um, so, I wanted the man cuts in my arms, but it's hard to get man cuts. Okay, now, I'm not a hunter. I have to say... Uh, or a fisher, but I have to feel like a crossbow is not the most efficient way to catch a fish. Am I wrong? Well, maybe not, but that technically is a compound bow. A uh, crossbow... I wish you could see the fucking shade I'm throwing at my husband right now. I know, it's one of those shut your mouth when you're talking to me moments. Um... You know, Darren's an expert because he had that bow and arrow he used to shoot chickens with in the barn or whatever. I never shot chickens. I never had a barn. But I did have a bow and arrow. <laughs> I asked for BB gun all the time. And much like when I You'll asked, shoot your eye out! Yeah, it was I asked for Nintendo, I would get Sega. Sega was superior. Sega was great. Your dad I, did you a favor. Well, and I'll, I asked for BB guns, and I got a bow and arrow. You might have thought barn because my mom got a bale of hay for me to use as a to put my targets on. Okay, so because it's a compound bow, it's reasonable that he's shooting fish. Enlighten me. It's a type of. Well, I mean, people hunt with crossbows, but people hunt with that kind of bow. Fish. They know. hunt fish with I that kind of... Well, fuck, you put know. yourself forth as an expert, so please explain to me. In in the uh, pescatarian archery world, <laughs> I'll have you know, I am known as a... Uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't... I've never gone hunting. So I'm sorry to, to distract this it. conversation with actually talking about the movie. That was a really rad shot of a full moon and some clouds. And I have to say that while boring, the visuals in this movie are pretty good. This is really boring for it to have as much hullabaloo. Does it get less boring? Yes, it gets more intense as it goes on. I think this um, is the... The false sense of security or the calm before the storm, whatever you want to call it. All right. It's, you know, right now this is a movie about three dudes being doing doodly things. Four dudes. <laughs> you couldn't even remember him in the count. He's on the screen right now playing his guitar. Well, no, but there's generally only three guys on the screen at once. <laughs> I don't... Okay. See, he's all alone. Lieutenant Vogelmill is all alone on a rock with his guitar and his brown hair, you know? 
I mean, he does. You can see that asshole from RoboCop in there. But... I guess. I mean, I haven't watched RoboCop since I was a kid. Kit, don't kill me. I, I only think Kit would get upset if you said it was a shit movie, which I don't think you would. I would never say that. I watched it all the time when I was a kid. Drop it. <laughs> was that bad? Was that, uh-huh. worse? was that worse than my Trump? Yeah, your Trump's really good, dude. bug spray I hope so could be axe body spray <laughs> guys <Yeah. laughs> I know I keep going back to it but I can't get over how hot Burt Reynolds is in this movie who knew he was so hot under that mustache a mustache will ruin it generally for you Lana. I'm not into mustaches I realize that puts me behind the times or whatever but do you prefer Tom, and you also prefer Tom Selleck with his mustache? Or did you like him in, like, in the in and out All right. Or is that the movie that he was shooting? Yes, but I only knew Tom Selleck with the mustache. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. You'll quigly his down under? Again, with the shade throwing that the audio listeners can't see. So I think it's interesting that Burt Reynolds as our like sexy male lead is also the one that's most like amped up and nervous. Like everybody else was fine. He's the one that's like, I thought I heard something. So they all have tents, but Burt Reynolds has like a kitchen table with a sheet uh, sort of setup going on. Do you think he's smoking tobacco or some yeah, tobacco? He doesn't seem like somebody who's smoking pot, but I could be wrong. I'm just wondering how Burt Reynolds became their ringleader. Is it just because of his physical prowess or his bullying or what? They may have had an arm arm measuring competition. Yeah, well, he definitely would have won that. I'm just telling you right or, now. Uh, he could be the oldest. never been seen and okay so i've been talking a lot of about burt reynolds but john boy in the morning and his long johns is pretty cute 
I mean, I'm just trying to be fair here. And does he already have his pipe in his mouth? Yeah, that's like his thing, right? It's been so long since I've seen this. I feel like this, like I said before we started watching this, I, I don't think this is just a, a movie that people casually throw on. You know, it's like, let's, oh, fuck it, let's watch Deer Hunter or something like that. I don't know. I mean, I've never seen Deer Hunter either. My daddy said that and Apocalypse Now were the best movies about Vietnam time, but he wasn't a veteran. Just from the feel of the time, I guess. So that and Full Metal Jacket? Full Metal Jacket was the other one. There was three, and I couldn't remember those three. Ooh. 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 Listeners, I'm covering my face because I don't like animal death in movies, and it looks like John Boyd's going to shoot this deer. Yeah, like, uh, you you don't even like digital animal death, right? I don't. I just, I, I don't understand why killing another animal makes you feel like a big man. But, I mean, I'm a vegetarian. So if he eats it, you'd be a little bit better with it, but you just don't want to see it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I understand people eat meat, and that's fine. But I just, like, I don't understand that drive to, like, kill stuff. Well, he's having trouble with that, too. Do you get it? No. Good. He was trembling and freaking out. And... Shot a tree. So... That could be a bit of foreshadowing. Or, you know... A look into his character, like Although I imagine if you're traveling by canoe and you're hunting meat, you probably want to shoot smaller animals instead of hauling a deer carcass down the river with you. I just like I don't I don't get that desire to kill. Why is Burt Reynolds grouchy? Do you need to turn it up? Uh I think he was talking about um, you aim a gun, you shoot it, you know, that sort of. Well, I mean, he did try to shoot it. And they're all probably hung over. I mean, they were hitting the bottle pretty heavy the night before. Oh, were they? Yeah, they like... Ned Beatty was running around with a 
with like a bottle of Jim Beam or something. And uh, I mean, you have been camping, so you know. Define camping. I mean, I went to summer camp where you'd have the one night where you like slept outside. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like when you sleep outside, not I, in a cabin. I have slept outside, not in a cabin. You tend to wake up earlier. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're up with the sun. It's a uh, hot Georgia morning. I have to admit, I don't understand the fascination with camping. The ground is hard. I mean, I like nature, but I don't know. We yeah, definitely... You'll, you'll go for a walk like a motherfucker. I do love to walk. I like to, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's just whatever. Yeah. We definitely didn't camp as a family. I mean, my dad would do his fishing trips, so those had cabins. And my, I mean, to my knowledge, my mom, I do not know that my mother has ever camped anywhere. <laughs> not in the 60s? I don't, I mean, they used to drive across the country and she would get car sick and throw up and grandma didn't care and grandpa did they made her ride in the car all over the country anyway throwing up the whole way so it's not fond memories for her but she never mentioned camping did you see that i mean i saw leaves move should i see anything else you there's a person walking around Uh, okay Couple people. I mean, in and of itself, that wouldn't be ominous, right? I mean, it's free country. <clears throat> right. And then you see the gun. Again, with people hunting or whatever. Yeah. Right. I was playing devil's advocate. I'm not, I'm just saying it's not automatically like freak out. Right. What the hell you think you're doing? Uh, camping. That is the first time John Voight ever looks like Angelina Jolie to me. Yeah? Yeah, did you see that smile? 
that he did before he was like, this is ridiculous. And his eyes were real bright. And I was like, that's Angelina Jolie's dad. <laughs> I've never in my life. I mean, I knew he was her dad, but I have never understood how, how that worked. That was the first time he ever looked like her to me. So they're just like, so is this guy holding him up with guns and saying, "Come with us"? Yeah, that's fucked up for sure. This is that never let him take you to the second location thing, right? I did say that, and you know, that's a I forget where I first read that, but it's true. I mean, I guess I can't say I know it's true, but I've read that if you're ever attacked, you should fight like hell and never let him take you to the second location. That's something I keep. Not to make this, like, too serious, but that's something I keep in my heart. Like, don't let him take you to the second location. Anybody who's trying to take you somewhere is bad news. Where's... Burt Reynolds and the guitar playing guy whose name we keep forgetting. <laughs> um, Ronnie Cox, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were a little farther apart. They're in their separate canoe. So, I have to say, like, I don't know, again, with the reading too much into it or whatever, but, like, I feel like because they're men, they didn't have the wherewithal to be as immediately afraid in this situation as a woman would have been. Like when Ned Beatty's like, what's this all about? I mean, he's nervous, but like, I don't think he's really figured it out yet. Whereas like, I feel like a woman would have immediately been like, I know what's going down. I don't know, I could be wrong, but it seems like John Voight's character seems to have a more... idea of what might be happening or going to happen. Ned Beatty's character seems kind of innocent, or they're playing him as kind of innocent. And I think uh, Ned Beatty's hoping they're just, like, being bullies and having... A good time being bullies and that it's not going to be anything more mm -hmm. serious than that. And John Voight looks like he knows. Resigned. Yeah, like he knows something's going down.
Nice. <laughs> I like that they didn't make you wait too long for a first little bit of revenge. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if the revenge was part of the story or not. Well, even if nothing else happens, this happened. I, uh... I was pretty impressed with Burt Reynolds being a badass. And... Not hesitating to shoot those guys, shoot that guy, you know. Mm -hmm. 
40 minutes into the movie, he zips his vest down a little bit more. Thank you. Show off some more chest hair. That's pretty cool how his buddies came to his rescue. Wasn't really expecting that. Yeah. John Voight's helping that baby get dressed again, which is, I don't know. I'm surprised. I was expecting to not like these guys, and I'm not saying I like them, but there's definitely some sympathetic aspects to their character. So, like, I've obviously never been in this situation, and maybe I'm just a bad person, but I'm like, uh, we just fucking throw his body in the river and take the arrow out and leave? Like, fuck that guy. He's a rapist, and, like, it was effectively self-defense. Yeah. Who fucking deserved it?
speaking in fortune cookies again. about glistening wet for Reynolds. I mean, I'll take it. So is this a movie about man versus nature? I don't know yet. Certainly sold that way. Good for you, Bobby. I mean, he's the victim. Yeah. I mean, now this is sounding like I'm a big fan of vigilante justice, and that's why this, like, gets difficult, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not like they hunted him down after the fact and did it. Like, there was still stuff going on. Right, there was going to be, like, oral rape by shotgun. You hear me, hillbilly boy? I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Uh, what? That this Drew character is so like we gotta get the cops. Yeah, I think this is Ronnie Cox's first movie too. I mean, it's he's not necessarily wrong. Can't use that one again. No. I don't know. It looked like part of the, uh, whatever the hell the, the feathers are called. Uh, looks like some of them ripped off, getting pulled through his body. 
think it's important to note that Drew is helping. Yes. So, sort of like he gave his position and what he thought they should do, but when the group went against him, he is helping. Yeah, I mean, they, they said that they would honor the vote, democracy in the wild, so there's the a alpha gets its way. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a camera shot that made it look like somebody was watching them. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that this movie is liked for is its cinematography. Yeah, I mean it's definitely good. Really putting it into it. I think this was actually shot on. Well, I know it's a fictional river, but this was shot in uh, real northern Georgia. I believe that. I think. Well, obviously, Walking Dead and everything, but I think Georgia is a favorite spot for film and TV shoots still. God, that'd take forever digging with a knife. But I guess it would be just as fast as digging with your hands. really cool yeah really close to the river uh not the softest of ground next to a river it's usually the harder stuff i think so that was interesting just like they buried him with his gun which made sense because they want to hide it but just i don't know the way bobby put the gun and they put it in with him. I don't know. It was like burying somebody with their sword. Mm. Live by the sword, die by the sword sort of deal. I don't know. It seemed deliberate. You know, I want, I want you to obviously hold until the end but i'm feeling like you're liking this more than i thought you would oh yeah i definitely am i'm yeah i mean i'm getting a bigger sense of why people like it so much out of here fair enough had enough paddling for one weekend Mm. 
getting crazy. Rapidly. But again, with like John Voight, haha, being the like one looking out for everybody. I mean, he's the one that like helped Bobby get dressed after he was raped, and now he's like, Drew, you need to put your life jacket on. Like, I feel like in a lot of movies, when a group of people kill someone, for whatever reason, there's always the one person that kind of snaps. Yeah, for af- sure. After uh, getting rid of the body. I mean, that's any stressful situation, right? Like, both fictional and live, you hear that. You know, people just have different ways that they can process trauma. That always looked like he jumped. Oh, yeah. Of course, Burt Reynolds does a backflip. <laughs> there goes Ned Baby's hat. Holding on to the bow and arrow. That was John Boyd. Mm-hmm. I I had Jesus. remembered it as uh, Burt Reynolds remembering to hold on to the bow and arrow. Well, that's kind of in keeping with what I was just saying, right? About him being the, like, one who's, like, looking after everybody all the time. Looking like he's surfing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. Doing the backward butterfly. I mean, do they think that they could have made it down that in the canoe? I don't <sighs> think there was any other way for them to go, so they were going to be hitting that shit. Yeah, I mean, they would have struggled anyway, but if Drew hadn't freaked out and tried to kill himself, it might have been different. What? What? Leg. 
Uh, oh, and that makes sense because he's their like tough guy. <coughs> yeah, he's pissed at his broken leg. Oh, that's gross. They say he was shot? Who? I thought he said Drew was gone. Oh. I can't see too well under that water, so you're just feeling around. Right? You know, I, I what well, you know, I have bad eyesight and can't see under any water. So I also don't go into the wilderness because it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so this would never happen to me. Just like Blair Witch would never happen to me, and Cabin in the Woods would never happen to me, and Wrong Turn would never happen to me, because I'm not a fucking idiot, and I don't do this shit. <laughs> so I've seen too many horror movies. Yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're a city dweller. Isn't there, wasn't there some sort of study on horror movies that, like, people that live in cities are more scared of... Things that happen in a more agrarian setting and people that live in the middle of nowhere are more scared of shit that takes place in the city. I mean, it makes sense. Why'd you laugh? Because I was thinking of the uh, riff tracks for the Wicker Man remake. And one of them was like, barn! Scaring the shit out of people who've never stepped foot in one for a hundred years. <laughs> Who's up there? Uh, maybe Drew was shot. still bored no okay i didn't think so but it was worth checking and i was pretty bored when the movie started yeah yeah his mm. his life vest looks like a grenade now you get to play the game so i was like a reference to like you couldn't shoot the deer but now you gotta like be able to do it because I can't be alpha anymore because I got a broken leg. Yeah. You're the one with the mustache.
John Voight was pretty handsome back in the day, too. Sniper rifle, sniper, sniper musket. That definitely wasn't a. So what do you think is gonna happen? What do I think is gonna happen? I don't know. I think everybody's probably going to die. <laughs> but I am really intrigued by Sean Voight's character. Yeah? How yeah. So? The guy is like taking care of everybody. Like, he's like, somebody's got to fucking go up there and try to shoot this guy. So, you guys hang tight. Lewis, you've got a broken leg. Bobby, you already got raped. So, I'm going to go. Drew's dead. That would have sucked. Mm-hmm. So, it looks like he's got two, two arrows. What did he say? Uh, his wife and kid, probably. of civilization maybe he is really good at climbing rocks yeah this is like seriously scary his hand over the high priest's ankle, right? At the end of Temple of Doom. Sorry. I don't care. You're I forget, fine. Sometimes I forget this is the first time. I'll, I'll get better at it. But I was like, oh right, you've never seen this before. Part of these commentaries is just going to be watching. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel bad. Like, I feel like I'm being boring. The last one we did, I had seen the movie, so I had a lot more to say. Well, you know, this is a different sort of thing. It's like, just be, just be you. That's why I asked you to be here. But he's already got the arrow out. Well, you didn't know what to expect. Yeah. 
all this, he's kept his pinky ring. Have you ever shot a bow and arrow? Mm-hmm. And not, I mean, not very much. Like at camp, I wasn't super good at it, but it's so much harder than it looks. I feel like that's the thing to know about it. Yeah. The compound bows are, I feel, a lot harder to shoot than the single string ones, too. Yeah. I was gonna say, what do you think about that? It's almost like a mat or yeah, some kind of effect or a certain type of film they're using with these night shots. Got the total cover of the rock, unless they come from the other way. had a rope, but I never saw him using the rope when he was climbing. It seemed like he was free climbing the whole time. Yeah, that's definitely what it looked like. See, that looks like a shotgun. I feel like he, you couldn't make that shot with a shotgun. What shot? What are you doing? The shot at? that killed um, uh, Ronnie Cox. No? shaking again. Damn it. This guy was totally going to rape you. Shoot him. Oh. Now he sees you, you asshole. Was he shot? He fell on his arrow. And missed. At least it was in the side side. Like, yeah. Mostly just flesh, but goddamn, that's gotta hurt. If you bring a bat, they bring a bat to bring a gun. They put one of the hospital. Oh, he got him! Nice. Don't fall. Shot. Yeah. What? It's just in my head. I was like, chop his head off just to be sure. <laughs> I mean, in for a penny, in for a pound. I just, I've watched too many horror movies.
Why is he checking his teeth? What's going on? Uh, okay, Maybe we know. Maybe the whole purdy mouth thing. I'm assuming. A little sun halo. Mm-hmm. Taking his... Oh, checking his wound. Is he taking his clothes off? Oh. That didn't seem smart, did it? No. No. You never get rid of arrows, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, he, as far as he knows, it's over. There were two guys. There are not two guys. Just still seems pretty stupid. Oh, he had broken the bow. So that was useless. The gun? I mean, again, just drop it. Right! Why do you use the rope? Why don't you just kick him over the side? I'm, I don't know. I think he's getting feral. Feral John Voight. Collecting dead hillbillies and uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he... I don't remember if there's a reason. You know, this is just a, one of those movies that has a vague memory of, you know, beginning to end in my mind. He's using him as a counterweight to climb down the rock. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Seems like it. Uh-oh. There's a lot of... Much like... Uh, this part of our commentary there's a lot of silence in this movie it is yeah and a lot of like bird song not a lot of music yeah. now there's music as now we were just saying that crazy banjo he went into the water is the rope wrapped around his neck no oh is he gonna be weighted down by the dead man Weighed down by the bodies left in our wakes. Yes. Too heavy-handed. Mm. 
they had gotten that one before he went up to kill the guy. Uh, is he dead? Resting. He's only mostly dead. married too. Gross. Now he's married to the sea. I'm sure they did their wives a favor. So at this point I'll be able to get you to do more movies? Mm-hmm. impressed with Bobby after everything he's been through. He's holding it together pretty good so far. Yeah. Do you think he's still in shock or do you think he's gone beyond shock and is doing what he needs to do? It's hard to say. those of you watching at home, Drew is like tied in a knot. fit, Willie. I I mean they did well, I guess he's counter ballast. Yeah, I mean they they were doing two canoes for four people and now it's four people one canoe and Burt Reynolds is not dead. I'm 
I had remembered this as they had left left him somewhere and they were planning on coming back for his body but that's obviously not what's going on unless they're really stupid well and I want to kind of pick, go back to something you said which is feral which I think you said in like a joking way but I, I think it's really interesting um, analyzing like the decision making that happens when people are in these traumatic situations because it becomes so myopic and so like fo- like we can't carry him so we gotta weigh his body down you know like there's no bigger thought as to like we're gonna leave here and go back to our lives and we'll need to know where he was or what happened to him. It's just this river and this canoe and trying to stay alive. Yeah. I think, you know, what what Jaws did for the ocean, uh, Deliverance did for canoes. Yeah? I, I, I would imagine. I, I mean, don't, I don't, this came out before we were born. I don't... I don't remember ever not being scared of rapidy rivers. Uh, what was the one with like uh, Holly Hunter or whatever? A whitewater rafting movie? Mm, it was like a scary river movie. Oh, was it called Scary River? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was Holly Hunter. I think so. Ned Beatty looks a little scared. Did you, uh, I mean, I don't think that, uh, this is an iconic or as good of a movie as Jaws, but I feel like almost as often when you think of the ocean, you think of Jaws, I think a lot of people think. I mean, you can make an argument for this movie being as good or better than Jaws. I like Jaws better, but I mean, I feel like that's a valid argument could be made. Are you looking up Holly, Holly Hunter rafting movies? I think it was her. It might have been Helen Hunt. I mix those two up a lot. I don't know. I'm. Are you talking about Lake Placid? No. Uh, well, uh, there was a woman in that, but mm. that was, was that the Judd? Was that a Judd? <laughs> oh, that's a creepy little dead car dam.
I didn't know Helen Hunt married Hank Azaria. What, still or at one point? At one point. Okay, it's not Holly Hunter or Helen Hunt. I know this is a real movie. Okay. I mean, you've, you've seen plenty of movies I've never seen. So you think he's a little scared of the Ed now? Why? Or is he just uneasy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Ned Beatty just seemed a little like, okay... Fucking crazy. <clears throat> so the water is calming. Still some time left in the movie. But. That's really going to bug me. It was some kind of scary movie that involved a river. Anybody? Anybody know what that is? Tell one of us or post, post it in the group. What's, Scary River. <laughs> your asshole. What is it? Uh, hate, hate mail. What's the good one? The hate not, mail. It's like no, the one that's not hate mail. You're getting on my nerves. Okay. Looks like the river's already started to turn into a lake here, doesn't it? The River Wild. The River Wild. 1994. Who was the woman in it? Meryl Streep. Ah. Famous blonde actress. Rafting expert Gail takes on a pair of armed killers while navigating a spectacularly violent river. This is a real thing. I fucking told you. I Did I doubt you? You did. John C. Riley was in it. I mean, it was kind of a big movie. I'm surprised you didn't know what I was talking about. Benjamin Bratt. I've heard of The River Wild, but I've definitely never seen it. Well, it was The Modern Deliverance. Oh. Might have to check it out. Somebody's having a party outside. I know. Is it, are they doing a thing at the bar or at the barbershop? They didn't say anything about anything when I got my hair cut the other day. Uh, oh, shit. That was yesterday, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know. I guess it's graduation time. There's the cars. Hopefully... Uh, no, I didn't have the keys. Yeah. 
appearances with like hearses or were the same vehicle. So he's staying back, Bobby. Mm-hmm. That's not the name of the hospital. <laughs> I, I didn't know if it was like a field hospital or like a, a forest ranger. Weenie Hut Forest ranger hospital. What? Weenie Hut General. That's from SpongeBob. Sorry. No, that's fine. I, uh, I'm a little lacking in my SpongeBob knowledge. That's all right. I love you anyway. You know I love Tom Kenny. But you definitely... I was very late to the bus on that that show. Getting some real southern hospitality now. Drinking drinking the buttermilk. bowl of American biscuits. Sometimes the silence is oppressive in this movie. I mean, that's the point, right? Oh. Hmm. That's sad. Breaking down. That's interesting. What? Well, just thought like Bobby seemed so uncomfortable with John Voight's character breaking down. He just started eating. It's like, and talking. Is he doing that to protect him, or is he doing it because he's afraid of breaking down? Mm -hmm. I don't know. If you did that, what would it? Why would it be? I feel like if I did that, it would be, uh, a little bit of both. If I did, it would be because I was scared of breaking down myself. So I feel like the right thing to do would be like, to say, wow, we went through something really hard, you know, and acknowledge it, give space for his grief. They went over their stories pretty pretty thoroughly. It's hard to tell what music's coming from the movie and what's coming from outside. Yeah. 
getting paranoid. Well, I don't know, like, what about a broken canoe? We wrecked, he broke his leg, here we are. Why is that weird? Maybe I missed my calling as a bad guy, because oftentimes when people are, like, freaking out and telling crazy stories, I'm just like, why didn't you just say blah, blah, blah? I don't know if maybe it seems like too many things happened at once. Like he broke he broke his leg, I got all bruised up and shot myself. That dude's got a badge too, right? The one whose brother's cousin's nephew's former roommate is a rapist. Dead rapist at the bottom of a lake, a river. Where rapists belong. Oh, I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Only into a microphone downloaded by. Millions, people. millions of people. Millions. I think it was uh, the rich guys were like, oh, it sucks. They're messing up the river. And that guy's like, it's going to be great. It sucks here. And they're towing away the church. That's got to be some sort of imagery. <laughs> the same shirt yeah okay assuming they got him for free from the or bought him at the hotel or something he's being guarded or watched were pinky rings that big in the 70s Maybe. I feel like they all have one.
Smart. Aintree? Aintree? Oh, for those of you at home, I just shrugged at my husband. <sighs> That's the good thing about commentaries, is technically we're expecting you to be watching the movie, so we can be quiet and watch it together. Well, and you've been points. having so much fun in post-production, I'm sure you'll just play music and commercials whenever it gets boring. <laughs> When have I ever found myself boring? I didn't say you'd found yourself boring. You might find me boring. No. I choose to be with you. You're less boring than me. I'm, st I'm stuck with me. All day. you're not wearing a bulletproof vest right now. something happened you know something happened just go away don't come back well he knew that guy's brother-in-law was a dick so yeah he was ba I mean you know he wasn't like I know well, something happened I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna get you he was like just get out of yeah. here not stir up trouble listen I know Cletus I know what Cletus likes to do when he gets the fire water up in him Good riddance to bad rubbish. Stay out of this town. probably would have been pretty on the movie screen I don't know oh about, yeah uh, fun in the theater but I 
Move-in cemetery. Yep. Nimble the stones, but you've left the body. I can't remember the picture of uh, Rami's wife. Was that his wife or Boyd's wife? There's a naked picture of a person. You see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that was his, his family. No! think people actually slept in uh that as it, no it looked like he's wearing his robe he's just wearing pajamas right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you know i should shut my mouth more often because just hearing what comes out of your mouth when nobody's talking is pretty priceless pure gold that's right solid gold solid gold i mean Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, semen glass. Herbert Cowboy Coward <laughs> as Toothless Man. <laughs> Do you think that's his rodeo clown name or? I don't know. Was it all a bad dream? Before he left? <laughs> Who shot it, uh... JR? <laughs> you gonna see Patrick Duffy in the shower is the scene that they cut off <laughs> at the very end of this. I it's sort of feel known, like little known fact. we should watch The River Wild now. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to we'd have to split that up because we're getting to be long enough on this one. But we could do it right after now. <laughs> right after now. We're at now now. When will then be now? Soon. So? You guys, deliverance was really good. It delivered. People <laughs> People like this movie because it's really good. It was really interesting. I was... Uh, pleasantly surprised um by it by its um art and its depth the performances were really good i thought it um raised some interesting issues without ham-handing anything in particular yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be really like, oh, dumb city guys come into the woods and it's bad. And it's like, but it it wasn't that simple. Yeah. There's different kinds of the South. It was layered. I felt like it was layered. Okay. Uh, you got anything else you'd like to like to say about it or how you feel go- about going forward? 
probably getting into some more uh, brutal territory. From yeah, I was about time. to say, I mean, our suggested watch list, this is definitely the most tame thing on it, but yeah, I think if my head's in the right space, I'm ready to continue. I thought I had a question, but I didn't. So, that was 1972's Deliverance, starring John Voight, Burt Reynolds, Ned Beatty, and... That other guy. Ronnie Cox. If you haven't seen it, you should probably watch it. And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think of this as a movie that men like, a lot of men are into, which kind of made me feel like, "Mm," about it, but... It was really interesting. I liked it. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, I'm sure the, they'll be in the liner notes or whatnot, but I guess uh, since we're trying to every once in a while have a, a thing, I guess rape counseling, rape crisis uh, victims... Definitely, for sure. I mean, we can definitely link to, you know, Rain is the national hotline. That's the best. I think it's really um, the topic of male rape is under-discussed and not taken seriously. And I, um, I think this movie did deal with it somewhat realistically or seriously. Um, uh, you know, the shame that Ned Beatty's character felt and he said, I just don't want to tell anyone. I don't want anyone to know what happened. So, um, and the care and concern his friends felt for him and showed for him and trying to, you know, rescue them and, and help him afterwards. So, um. Yeah, any anybody out there who's been through something rough, um, you're not alone, and there's people out there who can help, and we can definitely link to some info to let let people know who to call if they need to talk to somebody. I don't really see. Obviously, there aren't really any comedies on here, so we're probably gonna spread these out. We're gonna try not to hit ourselves or you with a big cluster of uh, heavy movies but I hope you got something out of it and at least you 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 saw this movie I have seen deliverance You've seen deliverance the vice abbess has seen deliverance and it was good um, so thanks everybody thank you wife until next time, take care of each other, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and uh, catch you later. you later. Um, <laughs> thanks. Bye. Do you want to say bye? Goodbye.